episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Sam Baer. Sam is a friend of mine from the Duckfee TV community. Take a drink. And I set him down and we talked all things Dark Souls. Sam is a big fan and has played all the games. So we had a, a I'm sorry, he's played most of the games. He's missed out on Bloodborne. So we don't get to talk Chalice Dungeons, but I'm sure most of you are bored by that by now. Enjoy the episode. So, how many of the Souls games have you played? Are you have you played all of them so far? Uh, all of them except Bloodborne, which I you know, watched a couple Let's Plays of that. Mm-hmm. What was your first one that you played? Uh, Demon Souls, but I didn't. Oh actually, wow! Okay. It wasn't the first one I actually finished. You bounced off of Demon Souls pretty quick, or yeah, I, you got pretty far. Uh, I got to the Tower of Latria, and I just. I had no idea what was going on or where I should be going. I was like, uh, I'll put the game down and eventually just kind of traded it back in and yeah, decided it wasn't really for me. The Tower of Latria is probably the scariest area across all of the five or six games. Yeah. It's just, you're, you're in this, this confusing maze and there's you know mind flayers just running at you from god knows where and the ringing noises and everything mm-hmm. the ringing noises and that woman singing oh yeah which is, which is super creepy and weird yeah getting that far is, is actually pretty impressive though um like did you go through world one and two on your way there or were you just kind of just dipping into each world since it's a uh, set up yeah I'd, I'd see people online saying do you know one one two one three one like yeah that kind of order so i'd beaten phalanx and armored spider before then but uh, that was it. Yeah, even <laughs> even that was just even getting that far is just like exhausting. <laughs> That's a pretty accurate description of your first Souls experience. Is just exhausting. <laughs> yep. So where, where did you go from there? Like, um, did you just kind of put away the Soul series altogether at that point? Uh yeah. At that point, then when like I started hearing about Dark Souls and that came out, and then when it came out on PC, I decided to give it another shot. Just because that's because everyone was going nuts about it. Like, did you have um, like a a lot of people online or in your real life, like telling you, like, "Oh man, you got to try this Dark Souls game. You got to try this Dark Souls game." As podcasts, like every podcast is talking about it. I think it was around when Cole would bring it up on every single episode of uh, Stand Under the Don't Tree. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I've heard. I, I haven't gone back to listen to any of those episodes because that was before I found the Duck Feed Network. But I've, I've heard it was like pretty excruciating like every single time like for every single podcast he was on like that the name dark souls would pop up yeah the, it wasn't uh it wasn't as tightly focused as the level i don't know something about dark souls kind of like i don't know, eased me in a little bit better okay so like um like were you intimidated at all because you had such a kind of a hard experience with the demon souls oh uh, a little bit but uh, my first time through the game i kind of played it like it was you know dragon warrior or something i just if i got stuck in a boss i just 
grind for like a couple hours. So it was <laughs> doing the JRPG thing. Yeah, I think it was like at least five or six hours before I beat the Taurus Demon, if not more. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm with you. It took me about six hours to get through that one area at the beginning. And I hadn't played Demon Well, I'd played Demon Souls for about like forty five minutes. Um but yeah, it took me a good six hours to get through the Taurus Demon. I didn't understand like anything like your stamina management how your shield worked or anything anything like that so did, did you have people like helping you out learning like the, the how weird dark souls is and how weird it works or were you just kind of picking that up along the way uh i was mostly reading the like something awful thread but beyond that i was trying i was like getting some help from people online but trying to avoid too many spoilers yeah something awful thread was pretty good for that um God, I'm sorry about that, by the way. I, I was all over that thread back then. Like, I just couldn't stop posting about Dark Souls. I don't even remember who was posting it at, so, at school. <laughs> at some point, uh, and I didn't even know you could do this, You can apparently you can pull up a, like a graph of posters of who posted the most per thread. And uh, yeah, I was significantly higher. <laughs> I don't spend much time on SA anymore since we've got the duck feed slack. But yeah, back then it was kind of my, my Dark Souls place to go. Yep. So how far, like... Like just with the essay thread, like where did that pretty much just take you through the entire game? Like, did you run into any kind of major issues? Um, more or less. I, there are a few parts I got completely stuck, like mostly because I would get some hints, but like not all of them. So I went back, like big thing I remember is I went back to the undead asylum to get the, what the, was it the rusted ring or mm-hmm. rusted iron? Yeah. Just because people said, yo, get that before you do the, depths and blight town and i got the doll i didn't know what the doll was for so my first time through Anne orlando i ended up getting stuck in the painting for like <laughs> probably several days at least yeah because once you get in there there's no way out except through and and going through is is pretty miserable yep how was your first encounter with the uh bone wheel skellies uh tough but not i, I don't remember them giving me that that much trouble mostly Let's see, figuring out, figuring out that I had to use fire against the hollows with the uh, the giant pustules on them, and mm. it's been so Man. it's been years at this point. So I trying to remember what actually gave me trouble in the game. You know, I had forgotten all about those dudes that would explode with toxic every time you killed them, and then immediately toxic you, and then you would just die because yeah. nobody had those like anti-toxic things in their inventory at that point or if you did you didn't have very many yeah so, yeah luckily God, I, those things were miserable yeah luckily i rolled a pyromancer so i had some defense against them okay cool i didn't know until years later that if you used fire that they wouldn't do the toxic explosion yeah like i didn't find that out until like much much later that would have been a pretty handy thing to know yeah it's- do you have a like a favorite area or hmm. boss from from that game? I'd say maybe not the fir- from the first time I played, but I think now I I'd say I kind of like the Capra Demon just because I like seeing how much easier it gets every time I play through the game. Mm-hmm. You know, versus how much you know how long I was stuck there the first time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Were you? I mean, so it took you a while to get past the Capra Demon. Yeah, I mean, not as much as some of the other bosses, but that's, you know, the first, I'd say, I'd say it was the first boss I got to where it was just, you know, walk through the door, 
die. Just I have no idea what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to. How I'm supposed to beat this? <laughs> like you know, Taurus Demon killed me over and over. But that it's like you know, you you can see how the Taurus Demon's killing you. You don't you don't expect you know, walk through a door, two dogs start biting you, and then a demon hits you with its sword and all that. You know, yeah, and then like the dogs start eating you. <laughs> It's not a, it's a particularly aggressive boss. Like as soon as you walk through that fog door, like it's going, like he's going right after you. Yeah. And then, but then it's like, once you know sort of what ways everything's going to move, you can just kind of dodge around it, run up the stairs, kill the dogs, drop attack on the Capra demon, run around in a loop over and over that. And also realizing you can block almost all of its attacks. Like those other things, like the first time I was through the games, like, like, you know, you're kind of intimidated to like just block everything. Mm-hmm. Like, then you think like you. It's like you. Know, I end up just you know trying to dodge things and screwing up and getting hit by them. And yeah, because you you're too scared to block, so you try to dodge, and that never works out. Exactly. You're probably. Did, did you figure out your equipment load at that point? Like, were you mid rolling or fat rolling? Because that's always fun. Uh, I think I was mid rolling. <laughs> I was mid-rolling. I think I maybe read a hint about you know getting 100% physical resist on a shield and get the mm-hmm. heater shield right in the beginning. So I figured that much out. Nice. Trying to figure out what weapon to use at that point. Mm-hmm. Although, because there's a an exhausting variety of weapons that yeah. you can use. I think by the end of that first playthrough, it was I ended up using going back and forth between. Quaylog's sword and a Balder side sword. So pretty normal for a first time playthrough as far as what I've seen people online doing. Were you lucky enough to grab the Balder side sword at the in the parish? Did you get a lucky drop? Uh lucky, but I mean also grinding there for an hour, so okay. <laughs> it's not like Yeah. Uh, then later playthroughs I figured out that if I want to get one of those you can get one in Sense Fortress like way easier. Like it's a much quicker loop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a, there's two or three Balder Knights. I think you can get to pretty quickly from that bonfire. Believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty awesome weapon. Like that's a that's and it's a really fun one too. Like I, I like the move set and everything. Did you find anything else that like it kind of clicked with you, or did you pretty much stick with those two throughout the whole game? Uh. I, mean, I found other weapons on later playthroughs, but that was pretty much it for my first playthrough. Like, let's see. How many, uh, like, I, I guess before we get into the other playthrough stuff, like, obviously, if you did more than one playthrough, like, you really, really enjoyed the game. At, at what point did it finally click and you started feeling like you were, you were, you know, you were accomplishing yourself throughout the game? Like, did that happen after you beat it the first time, or was there a point uh, in your first playthrough? I think it was. It was when it took me like 60 or 70 hours to beat Ornstein and Smo, then realizing that wasn't, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to beat these guys. And that's going to, that's, I'm sure that's going to open up the last level because I've been playing this <laughs> game so long. <laughs> then finding out like, there's just all this game left. And I actually, and I, at that point, I don't know, I'd gotten to a point where I was like, I actually wanted to keep playing it. So I was like, oh, this game's awesome. Think like I said, up to that point, I'd put I'd occasionally you know put the game down for a few days, get stuck. But the last half of it, you know, 
yeah, the last half's like I'd say easier than the first half. So just kind of, I just went like straight through it in a few days. Yeah, yeah. Once you get past ONS, it, it gets significantly easier. I think oh, just yeah. because the level layout is is just a little bit more linear, so you don't, you know, you're not quite as confused as to where to go and. Like you kind of have pretty easy objectives, like oh, there's three doors that now I can get through, so I have to go kill those three bosses. Yeah. <laughs> um. What What made you play it for a second time after you finished it the first? Uh. Just. I'd say just wanting to see if I could build a you know build a character better, see how much you know, see how much just knowledge of the game would help me out. And I have to imagine that it helped you out quite a bit, right? Like running through the parish for the first time is so much easier once you actually know what the hell you're doing. Oh yeah. What uh? What was your so? What was your second playthrough kind of build like? What were you going for? Uh, uh, hmm. That I cannot remember. Huh. I know my third or fourth one I did pure magic. I'm trying to remember what my second. Do you have a particular favorite one? Hmm. Actually, okay, the second one I did was, I think I was a knight, I ended up getting, I found a black knight sword, like, right at the beginning of the game, you know, that first, that first black knight, basically Mm -hmm. used that through the whole game, that was, you know, pretty good. Okay. Like, hmm. Had you found, uh, like... you were obviously into the Duckfeet network. Like, did you start listening to Bonfire Side Chat to get the story beats, or were you kind of coming to those story beats by yourself? Like, oh yeah, it took me. As a lot of listeners know it took me a long time to figure out like item descriptions were actually something like that you should pay attention to. <laughs> like, did you pick up on that at all? Uh, I picked up on it, but it might have been you know the something awful thread telling you about it because I listened to Bonfire Side Chat you know from day one because I was already listening to like basically all the other shows under that work like waff got me into it so okay but yeah i'd already pretty sure i'd already beaten the game by the time it came out okay cool so were you like watching lore videos and like consuming you know wiki content or were you just kind of sticking to the essay thread for all your for all your stuff uh, i think after the first time i played through the game then i started reading wiki stuff and at least watching Vadi when he started doing videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the big like that's the big one that I remember. I'm pretty sure I watched you know, all sorts of just you know, random videos people would post around online and just reading, you know, blogs and all that. When what was your second game? Like did you go back to Demon Souls at that point? Oh yeah. Kind of oh, that, some more confidence. That's right. The after the first time I beat Dark Souls I went back and played yeah, I went back and played I bought another copy of Demon Souls, played through that like immediately after. <laughs> it, that it went a lot it, and I just, uh, you know, I just used the wiki when I, whenever I got stuck in it that time, like I didn't feel like messing around. Going back into it with this kind of newfound ability, was it still pretty hard, pretty difficult, or did you kind of uh, breeze through the game, or how was how what was that experience like? I there actually mostly breezed through it. There are a couple parts I got completely stuck, like for a lot, like the the big. 
the biggest one I remember the second time was uh, part World 4 where you're running along the cliff and there's like the giant manta rays that just like oh, yeah. snipe you. Mm-hmm. And it took me basically the whole time. Like I eventually, after like days of getting through that, like maybe not days, like, you know, at least four or five hours of game time, you know, just dying over and over. I looked up and saw, okay, the fog ring makes it harder. Like, you know, whatever it raises your aggro range. So they won't just snipe you from across the level. Mm-hmm. Is it? Let's see. I'm, trying to remember where i got okay trying to remember where i got the fog ring from but i don't have any idea where you get the fog okay ring there's there's a, like a really there's like a really annoying way you can get one and then the second time i played through demon souls i figured out you can just there's a there's some way there's a way in the game you can hop over like waist high walls that they never tell you about and there's a fog ring right in the first level Oh yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah! Like you can literally just like climb over like tiny walls in Demon Souls, yep. which is something that like your character has lost the ability to do since. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> second time, the second like the second time through the game, like getting a fogger right in the first level is just like, is just like one of those moments you just want to like, you know, shout profanities at the game. Like, yeah, <laughs> this would have been so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> but beyond, beyond that, Demon Souls didn't give me too much trouble. Then, second time through the game, I did. I think I built a character around the. Was it the Butcher's Cleaver or whatever? The big, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, that's a, that's a really fun weapon. Yeah, it's like that that one. I that I got the Beast Talisman. Okay. And, yeah. So is this? So like the. Butcher's Cleaver and whatever that spell is that brings you back to life, you know. Once, um, it's uh, is it second chance? Yeah, I think um, yeah, second like second chance is just pretty much just like destroyed everything in the game. And the few, very few times I got invaded, it was just like nothing. Because <laughs> um, it was like. Yeah. Some of the stuff in that game is just comically broken. Yeah, when people talk about bringing that game to like modern platforms, um, I mean it's never going to be on PC, but like to the bringing that game to the PS4, like everyone always kind of says like, "Oh yeah," it, it, but they and they could also spend the time to like you know fix this stuff. And I'm like, no, man, I want I want exactly the same game. Like I want the weird world tendency system. I want all of the broken like rings. I want all of the broken bows. Like I want all of that stuff. Oh yeah. I want it. Ex- I want the whole game warts and all. That's that's like, that's what I love about demon souls and especially like dark souls one to a lesser extent. It, unfortunately, because I waited to play that on PC, I didn't get to see, you know, people doing backflips and have all armor and all that. Like the stuff from the real early videos. Oh, dude. Dark Souls was so broken. I actually, um, because I'm a giant nerd, I, I went and bought a uh, copy of the European uh, Collector's Edition. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a 1.0 copy. So I, I'm kind of excited to go through and like 
and to play it unpatched to not get the latest patch for it nice <laughs> to, uh, and then because you can do some crazy stuff like it like the crystal the the butterfly shield the crystal ring mm-hmm. shield was so broken like they like it was the most powerful weapon in the game <laughs> it was insane yeah because you could fire a projectile through it and if i remember right like it used your um attack rating from your primary weapon mm-hmm so you would it's just like it's like sending an arrow like with a black knight sword at the end <laughs> it's hilarious it ridiculous so, yeah. i haven't done that but um one of these days i'll figure out how to record stuff for my ps3 and try to do a, a 1.0 playthrough because i think it'd be pretty hilarious yeah <clears throat> have you done any like fun gimmick dumb builds uh let's see i tried to build a giant dad but i kind of got up to the I get up to the, was it the fire sage or, mm-hmm. and it's like all of when you're huge and slow and you're doing like all fire damage, something it's like incredible. Like I, I hadn't built up any other weapons other than my chaos fire and <laughs> so it's like, well, I can either it's like, I can either, you know, try to fight this boss like this or like, spend all the time to build up another weapon as is like not feeling it but getting invaded by random people even when you're partway through that build is just is hilarious i, I can't imagine how annoying it is for the other person <laughs> you just, you just yeah. completely stun lock them like immediately it's um for a while i was trying to get together me and two other guys were going to do a, a giant family run mm-hmm. where we you know, one guy had the giant dad, which using the dad mask and then exactly the same build, but with the mom mask and the child mask. And, um, the three of us were like playing around in the parish and I never got the chance to finish it, unfortunately, but the three of us were playing around in the parish and we got invaded. And like, I just felt so bad for the invader because <laughs> yeah. it was, it was literally like, you know, he walks in and we're all, well, what is it directly to him? <laughs> three of us. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. It was so bad. Yeah. <clears throat> so fun though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, like comparing the the kind of story and like atmosphere of Dark Souls One and Demon Souls, like Demon Souls is obviously like a little bit more horror focused than than Dark Souls is. Do, do you have a preference on those one way or the other? Like when you went back to Demon Souls, did you kind of get into the world more? Hmm. I like the, I kind of like the a lot of the levels and stuff. Like just the like the ideas behind the level designs in Demon Souls a lot, but I kind of feel like dark souls maybe at a little bit yeah a little stronger like a stronger world building sort of a stronger story mm-hmm. yeah like i love like you know the tower of latria like again that's amazing and see there's even uh whatever the swamp level that whole like i hate going uh, through valley, the, the valley of defilement yeah, I mean, I, I hate actually playing through the Valley of Defilement, but, you know, at the same time, I think it's, like, pretty cool, you know? Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I really... Oh, man, the Valley of Defilement is such a miserable slog, though. <laughs> yeah. Ex- <laughs> and going back through with, like, pure black tendency to try to get, like, all the extra items you can is just a, it's just a fucking misery, man. Like, it's just so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, ge- I gave up on trying to, you know, platinum... Demon Souls. Once I realized, even you know, even using duping glitches and stuff, getting doing, getting like 
weapons of every single element up all the way would be like like almost impossible. So I was just like, eh, I'll just play this game and have fun and not worry about collecting stuff. It's still the only Souls game that I haven't gone through to 100%. So yeah. that that kind of tells you right there. Like, I've done it. I grinded, I grinded all this stuff. Then um, Dark Souls 3, like, the, even for the PvP covenants that wouldn't work for me. And, yeah. I, a new game plus two and Scholar. I Excuse almost... And DS2. I almost did all of the Windows Live trophies on Dark Souls 1, like, back when... Back before it was just Steam... Yeah, absolutely. Because you like, could get double achievements. You could get your 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 double chivos for it. Yeah, but that what did it for what did it for me was I was trying to collect all the weapons. I needed a channeler's trident, and it's just I'd run through the Duke's archive like ten times without it. Is just as uh, just I give up because you have to get them all. I'm correct. You have to get them all on one character. You can't just get every weapon across all your playthroughs. Yeah, you have to get it all in one dude. Yeah, so it's like, like I've gotten I've gotten the Chandler's Trident on other characters, and it didn't take this long. So I don't know what was going on. <laughs> That's when you reach out to your to your buddies and be like, "Hey, can you just like drop me one and let me hold it for a little while, and I'll drop it right back to you." <laughs> so you oh, can yeah. get an achievement to pop, and then and there was, that was the it. that was the playthrough where I ground against the Corvians in the painted world to get the. To get the ears? Yeah, oh, no. to get the ears to get, yep, and I got, so I got the achievement for getting all of the miracles, but, or is it, oh, is it miracles or spells? I can't, for, for the, uh, the Dark, Dark Moon, Moon was a miracle. Okay. Yeah, so that was, that was the miracles. Um, and then the, I'm trying to remember the hardest spell to get. I think it's just all of like Logan stuff. I don't think there's too much stuff hidden, like yeah. as much as like hidden behind, like. 50 <laughs> items that you have to submit one by one by one. Yeah. I did all the, I did all the Logan stuff just on a pure sorcerer build. That was actually, that was a really fun playthrough. So pure sorcery and dark souls. One I maintain is, is still a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah. that, that was my, um, my dark souls. One story is like, I got, it, I took like 70 hours to get to enter Orlando and then quit and restarted. Mm-hmm. And with my newfound knowledge, decided to go pure sorcery. And that ended up being like my primary PVP character for months and months and months and months because it was so much fun just like one shotting people with Crystal Soul Spear. Oh, yeah. So I ended up going through like New Game 7 with that character, collecting all of the spells (laughs) because I could have, you know, eight or nine slots with rings all filled with, you know, Crystal Soul Spear or whatever. And oh, man, people hated it so much. It's weird. I've, I, for all the, times i've played through souls games i've never actually finished any new game plus runs really yep is it just that that's not because i know a lot of people um like gary for example like if there's nothing really different like he just doesn't see the point of going through it when the numbers are just higher and i I can totally understand that i just think i tried to do it in demon souls but for some reason for some reason the armored spider was of all the bosses was just i could not figure out how to do damage fast enough to it as just, mm-hmm. demon souls is hard. Like once they start ramping up those sliders, like it, you can you can make that game very very difficult for as for as broken as it is. Yep. And then, per Dark Souls three isn't New Game Plus, and that's pretty gentle. But I don't want to I don't want to do a New Game Plus because I don't want to have to play through the whole game again when the 
in case the I don't have a character ready for the DLCs. So, yeah, I'm, I've been looking at that myself. They haven't really announced. Um, like right before the Bloodborne DLC came out, they they got ahead of it and was like, "Yeah, you can access it right after you know Vicar Amelia," and which I know doesn't mean anything to you because you don't haven't played Bloodborne. But, uh, I've I've yeah. I've watched people play it, so I, okay, cool. I um I don't I don't have too many opinions on it, but you know I I can at least follow along with the uh, bonfire side chat. And... Gotcha. Um, so right now I have one character that's beaten the game but not gone into New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. That's uh, specced as a sorcerer character because that was my first run of Dark Souls 3, even though sorcery ended up being garbage. So I'm th- kind of looking at it and going, okay, well, I could probably go through and respect that character and like do something more fun and then go through the DLC that way, as opposed to like my main build that I've gotten into New Game Plus 2 with. Like, I don't want to be. Because the old Hunters, when the Bloodborne DLC came out, was balls hard in <laughs> New yeah. Game Plus. Like, it was insane. And I, I don't want to do that. <clears throat> Oh yeah. So Demon Souls and then into Dark Souls Two, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, Dark Souls Two. Like I was like following the release of that really close. It, I was just about to ask, like, what was your? Because at this point, I'm sure you're a big Souls fan, like, and you're, you knew it was coming, and it was the first game that was going to be on a have a like side by side PC really well. Not quite oh no, it was it was it was like months after. Like I actually, yeah. I actually I pre ordered it on PS3. I got the. $120 limited edition. So I get like, I have the, the statue of, I don't remember what that armor set is called. Uh, the Faram set. Yeah. The Faram's the knight with like the Faram set and the dual wielding long swords just sitting on my dresser, a couple of feet away from me. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at that dude, uh, the dark Souls three statue and that, uh, and a Solaris statue that was custom made by a company for like a few years back. So <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. So like I got it on P- PS3 when it, right when it came out, then I ended up getting it again on PC and like PC was like, this is where I bought the DLCs. And then I actually never finished the second or third D- uh, DLCs cause I got kind of burned out. And then I got mm-hmm. didn't get Scholar until like a week before Dark Souls three came out, so I'm like eight hours into that. And I'll finish it when I have less, you know, other stuff to play. Yeah, yeah. I think every single person I know that plays games has like fifteen games in their backlog right now. Yeah. Like but, I mean even, I don't know why they keep releasing new games now that they've released new No Man's Sky. Like that's just consumed my life. <laughs> so yeah, eventually I'm, I'm gonna have to put that game down and play other games, but I can't make myself do it right now. I'm I'm I've I'm I put it down to play some other stuff, but I'm like seventeen hours into it. So mm-hmm. Um Dark Souls two had some pretty significant changes to the to the series. Like were you kinda on board with those as you started playing on the PS3? Uh, I'd say so. What, um, like, like one of the changes was like to, um, like the, the big one that I think that kind of tripped up everybody was all of a sudden you had to have a stat for your invincibility frames. Like they introduced the adaptability, adaptability. Oh yeah. I can barely say that word, Sam. It's ridiculous. Adaptability stat, which controlled like how fast you drink Estes and how fast you, excuse me, how fast you rolled. Like is that something that you were into, or that? Because I personally, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. I, I wasn't really that into it. I, I'd say I'm okay with it. Not like I don't love it, but it's what I what I liked about Dark Souls Two is like how high your levels go and like how many stat points you get to mess around with. So 
something like that adaptability isn't that much of a problem. Okay. And if you, and I mean, you don't have to put as much into it if you put also put points into. Uh, uh, I can't remember the names of stats. The one that gives you spell slots. Attunement. Attunement. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, attunement does give you like some some of those agility points. That was, I mean, that whole system was kind of like it was definitely more like crunchy from a mechanical standpoint of having so many like derived stats like you would have your main stats that you would level up that would affect all of these weird like fire bonus dark bonus agility like all of those things like i, I thought that was pretty i guess i especially compared to bloodborne which stripped all of that away like i, I guess i liked it but at the time I, looking back on it I, i'd almost want it to be a little simpler hmm. i'd say i'm almost the I'd say I'm kind of the opposite. Like at first I wasn't that into it, but after playing through the game a couple times, like I started to like it. I feel, I feel like dark souls three is strikes the, the kind of the right balance between that stuff. Like you've got just enough stats there to really get a custom build going. And then, you know, some derived stuff, but it's not, doesn't get overwhelming for new players. I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's not like, and then, and there's no trap stats. Like, Dark Souls 1 and Demon Souls had those two very, not very obvious trap stats in luck and resistance where, you know, hey, thanks for wasting your point. Yep. Now you're higher level for no reason. <laughs> I didn't ask, but did you did you fall for any, either one of those or did people kind of guide you away from putting points in luck and resistance? Uh, my first time through Dark Souls, I put some points into resistance until I read that you know, it was c- kind of worthless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, so I fell for the trap, but like, you know, Two or three levels, so not a big deal. Gotcha. Not too bad, though. Yeah. So, we're, like, going into Dark Souls 2, two Souls games under your belt. Did you still find it quite a, quite a bit of a challenge, or did you, like, tell me about your Dark Souls 2 experience. Uh, let's see. It was challenging, but not... You know, I never got completely stuck in one area so long. Like, I felt like I had to put the game down or anything. Although, see, the first time through, I missed, like, so much, like, so many of the optional areas. Or at least, yeah, like, (laughs) all of those, like, all those abyss areas and, see. Yeah, the abyss areas are almost impossible to find, right? Like, unless you kind of know what to do like i stumbled on one pretty easily just the but you have to see all three before you can even get into the first one so yeah i think I, yeah i think i found like the one where the one in the forest with all the lion knights i can't remember what, sorry i can't remember the names of any of the areas but where you feel you know, where you fall through the floor you see the guy the Shaded Woods. No, it's the area after the Shaded Woods. Is that still the Shaded Woods? Ooh, I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll say we'll say Shaded Woods. Yeah, when we you're just walking along and it just drops you. Yeah, so I found that one, but I also wasn't really doing a, you know, wasn't really doing like you know a hex character my first time through the game, so mm-hmm. I wasn't interacting with that dude too much. He is one of my. I can't remember his name now. Um Oh man, that's gonna kill me that I can't remember his name because I I really really liked his whole deal. Like when he had, when you 
like he when you start fighting with him, like if you try to kill him, like he just try to like wheels towards you and cast spells in his little wheelchair, which I find hilarious. Yeah. And like it, he's just like I like his voice actor. Like he was he was one of my favorites in the game. It's gonna kill me that I can't remember the dude's name. Yeah, now, but he's, he's a lot of fun. What a one of my I think the playthrough I did before the the like the character I was getting ready for the DLC. So like I wanted to get I was doing like. Like, like lightning miracles a whole lot because I didn't realize those are just going to get like nerfed to hell. So I, like, I wanted the dragon chime from him, but I could not get past the third, uh, the third like, abyss. So I just, so I just murdered him <laughs> to take it. Nice. <laughs> those abyss areas were super weird and hard. Like I remember. Dark Souls 2 was almost so devoid of references to Dark Souls 1 that when you drop in there and you see, like, dudes in Havel's armor and, like, NPCs dressed up like, you know, King Jeremiah from Dark Souls 1, it was kind of a, a mind-blowing thing of, like, what are you doing here? Like, are you you? <laughs> like, who are you? It was so cool. Do you have any, like, super, like, not super, but do you have any favorite moments um, from that game? Like, some, some, like, going through and, like, oh, shit, I can't believe this happened. Kind of uh, let's see. Oh, the uh, trying to think of the name of the level again. The poison tower with the windmill. Uh, uh, Harvest Valley into Earth, Earth and Peak. Yeah, Earth and Peak. I, I kind of love that level. This is the you know figuring out you had to burn the windmill is like always. That was it was fun. It was always fun to show other people how to do it through you know miming with your character. Mm-hmm. Like desperately, was, like holding a torch and pointing, <laughs> holding a torch and pointing. <laughs> yeah. See, and or just giving up and sending the person you know a message over the PSN. Then, then uh, that was always at least my first couple playthroughs. So I pretty much always do Sunbro when I play mm-hmm. the, when I play the game. So it's like that was where I would do a whole bunch of co-op against Covetous uh, Demon and Mytha. Okay. And so you really, you really actually dug that area a lot. Yeah. See that. It, uh, I wasn't big into the PvP, but whenever I would get invaded in uh, Belfry Soul, if I defeated the invaders, I always made a point of tagging "Praise the Sun" on their level. <laughs> just you know, so they, <laughs> just so they know which covenant beat them. <laughs> that's pretty good yeah. do, you, do you get into the multiplayer side of, of these games at all uh, besides you know the summoning mostly just doing mostly just doing co-op mm-hmm. like I like because that's the one thing I like about 2 and 3 is if I needed to grind some levels instead of just you know spending hours fighting enemies over and over I can help people out fighting bosses and you know do a lot faster and actually you know actually have fun you know gating all those souls so did you you said you didn't do the dlc but you did finish the main game i mean you uh, never had a chance to go back and finish the, the uh, no i i finished let's see crown of the sunken king i finished that one then the the second one uh, I can't remember how far I got pretty far in it, but I never actually got to any of the bosses. And then the Ivory King, I 
I got to the boss, you know, died, realized I had to go back through like all the level collecting all those knights and just like kind of gave up at that point. Oh man, that boss fight though. That, that one is definitely one you should go back to if you can, because oh yeah, I mean, I, in, you... I intend to like plank thrones with the uh, scholar. Yeah. 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 I like scholar is interesting because I feel like they made it specifically for, uh, fans of dark souls too, because it's, like some of the enemy placements make more sense, some of them mm-hmm. don't. But like overall, the game is just much, much, much harder. Yeah, like, I mean, I've, the Iron Keep is a is a grueling place nowadays. I've only played through the first couple areas. That I, oh, Iron Keep is one of my favorite areas. Just as I like the armor set. Yeah, yeah, the armor set is super good. Yeah, I kind of heard from the conversation that you're you're into Dark Souls three as well. Um, like, did you, was that also a day one release? Oh yeah. Yeah. I pre-ordered that on steam. So okay. luckily I didn't have to wait for you and know, wait the excruciating, you know, one day for the Amazon re- like delivery. <laughs> yeah. I pre-ordered on PS4 and got the dumb physical edition because <laughs> I was, my original plan was to raffle off the, uh, uh, physical copy of the game. Um, on Dark Souls haters because I did that with Dark Souls 2 and then I just didn't get to put it together and then I was going to ship it to a guy from Slack but shipping to Canada from Louisiana was like $100 and I was like well that's not going to happen oh, damn. <laughs> so I was not going to do that um, so now I have an extra copy sitting here and I'm trying just need to find somebody to give it to but pretty much everybody I know that plays Souls like doesn't need a cop doesn't need to give it a copy of Souls to play Souls <laughs> like they have their own copy so yeah yeah so what'd you think? Where'd you wind up on Dark Souls Three? Are you uh, a pretty good I, game? What? I like it, although I thought the last few areas this it just kind of became a bit of a slog for me. Like I just kind of everything start basically starting with starting with like was it Upper Loth like Lothric Castle or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like through there, like I just started, like I just started like summoning help a whole lot as it's like i'm not i actually especially as my first like my first time through the game i started as a pyromancer started putting sort of switching to sorcery just kind of not really knowing where to how to even build my character got to like lothric castle i was like oh i can't even like i can't even do enough damage to fight the enemies here so i started over again just like pretty much built the character on just fighting with a bastard sword all the time just mm-hmm. doing physical damage does a little bit easier but even then like that i feel like this it made that like the late game enemies are kind of just huge hp sponges and so i wasn't that into the end of the game like i mean i still i like the levels designs at the end and overall i still think it's I still had a good time playing it. But, yeah. Are you uh, are you tempted to go back through with multiple playthroughs like you were with Dark Souls One? No, oh, I'm I'm sure I. W- oh, definitely. I, okay. I think like for right now, I'll I I still have a couple optional areas left. Like I, I did the Demon Ruins, but I haven't done the Arch Dragon Peak or was it the King's Garden or. Oh yeah, the consumed king's garden. Consumed king's garden. I haven't done those areas, and 
until listening to Bonfire Side Chat, I didn't even know about I where to find Yarshka. Like I'd seen screenshots of her and stuff. It was like it's like that's where she's hidden. Like, it's like so there's a <laughs> lot of stuff I haven't seen in the game, so probably Yeah, it's fun. It Arch Dragon Peak is probably the best like optional area to me. Um it's there's something about like um, a blue skybox in a Souls game that like really speaks to me. Like I really like when they do like a when all the when the skybox is like actually like during the day, like just something that's new and fresh and unique. So that that's one of my favorite areas to play through, even though the enemies there are ridiculously hard. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like I'm planning on. So you've got what two months before the DLC comes out. So I'll probably maybe finish. Scholar, if I have enough time, and then try to, I say at least attempt to get through all the optional stuff in Dark Souls Three, like pro, you know, not start a new character, just use the one I beat the game with, just so I can see as much of the game as I can before the DLC comes out. Makes sense. Makes sense. Where, uh, like, since they've said over and over again that Dark Souls Three is like the last Dark Souls game, which the language around that just leads me to believe that it's absolutely not the last Dark Souls game, but you know, whatever. Um, where would you like to see from go like with this kind of series? Like, uh, do, you, do you have anything in mind or are you just kind of like, you know, let me, let Miyazaki be Miyazaki. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with them not doing any more dark souls. I would be, I'd be bummed if they didn't do any more of you know, that style of game. Like I certainly, I think I've heard some people say they'd love to see, you know, maybe like a sci-fi dark souls or something like that. That'd be pretty cool. Or just, you know, maybe take a few years off, just do something, do another thing, maybe, you know, another thing, maybe like Bloodborne or something, just take it a same, like similar kind of game, take it in a new direction. Like that'd be, that'd be fine with that. Pretty much anything that, anything they make, if it comes out on, you know, a console I own, I'll buy it. At least check it out. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at now. I said this before, but like, even if uh, like Namco takes Dark Souls from From, like, it'll take me to probably like Dark Souls Six to like stop buying a Dark Souls game because <laughs> I'm just that in- I'm that invested in it, and I just know I'm I, like I'll keep doing it. Yeah, you mentioned just... Sci-Fi Souls. Have you seen that? Uh, there's a gameplay video for that game, The Surge. Oh out. no, I've have not... you seen that? I have not. Um, it's from the developers of Lords of the Fallen, which is was a rather poor souls like okay um, i think okay i think i i heard about it but i just didn't re- remember the name yeah or, uh it's it's interesting like it's it's definitely got like it's it's very much a like a souls like um but like you can target individual enemy uh appendages to like like if they're using a weapon you can like aim for their arm and knock it off and then like get the schematics for that weapon. Cause it's, it, cause it's very like you're fighting robots or dudes in robot suits or straight up robots or what have you. And so you, but you can do some pretty interesting stuff with it. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think Lords of the Fallen is one of those things where it's always on my steam wish list, but like, I'm not buying it unless it's like, you know, heavily discounted. <laughs> like tw- Actually, that's uh, kind of, that's kind of why I didn't get, get around to playing scholar until, so like was this because you know i've already bought dark souls 2 twice i'm not if i buy it a third time i'm not spending more than like five bucks on it sure yeah i have i, I, I rented lords of the fallen from a uh, gamefly and got three hours into it and then sent it back i think the same day like i think i got it from the mail 
<laughs> open it up, played, put it right back in the mail, send it back the same day. But uh, yeah. when I got an Xbox One, I guess at some point uh, it was free on for gold subscribers. Mm-hmm. So like I have it free sitting on Xbox One, and I still I'm probably never going to play it. Like there's yeah. just too much other stuff to play. At, at a certain point, like your time is just more valuable than even if the yeah. game is free. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I attempted to get through Salt and Sanctuary, but I kind of stuck at a boss and I have no idea where anything is in relation to you know their levels and stuff in that game. So that's like it's, that's a, I, I didn't hate it, but it's like I'm gonna put this down, pick it up when I've been long enough. I don't mind, you know, just starting over fresh. Mm-hmm. Maybe just keep a map open the whole time. Dude, that that game, it gets it's so easy to get lost. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the you know, it's not the you know adapting the Souls mechanics to a uh, Metroidvania. I get that plays okay. It's just they needed to put a map in that game. And I, and I see why they didn't like, I see that the aesthetic that they were going for, but like, you just, you just need even like that basic, like Metroid map, that, that same like 2d, there's a tube going down, there's more stuff connects. Like, you just need that stuff in a 2d game like that? Especially yeah. as sprawling and with as many seemingly useless shortcuts as that game has, <laughs> like towards yeah. the end of that game, yeah. I would find shortcuts leading back to different areas. And it was neat that they were connected. Like, I like that they spent the time to, connect all of these different areas and they weren't just like discreet onto themselves but the fact i didn't have a reason to go back through them like finding the when the loot back from firelink shrine from the parish in dark souls one you're like oh shit this is a very valuable shortcut and no. it stays valuable th- throughout the game oh yeah i oh that's, I, that's i needed that my my first time through the game i freed lotrek and i didn't you know didn't didn't realize he was going to all the firekeeper, you know. So I was like, I stuck without Firelink Shrine until I think. I think even you know, getting through Blight Town is pretty tough your first time through the game. So like, after all the days of being stuck down there, I finally get back up top. There's no Firekeeper, you know. <laughs> Luckily, I. It's one of my uh, favorite things to watch new players when they're streaming. Yeah, run into like it's one of my favorite moments. Luckily, I figured out, you know, all the stuff with the orb and Anne Orlando and all that got her back. But that was still like, that was like, I, I, I felt that the first time, like my first time through. Well, Sam, um, I want to say thank you to for you to, I can't talk today, Sam. I want to say That's thanks right. for, for you to coming on the show and spending an hour with me and talk to me about your soul story. I really appreciate it. Is there uh, any place on the internet that listeners can find you? Uh, see Facebook, uh, Duckfeed Slack, Mon Tumblr is gamingwithbeer.tumblr.com, which is mostly just reposting, you know, Tumblr crap. So it's not, yeah, I'm, I'm there. It's not, not, it's not really a, it was supposed to originally be an actual blog, but I was like, I, I gave up on that pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Tumblr quickly becomes like, because I, I had it like when I first signed up for Tumblr, I was like, oh, I'm going to do like game reviews. And I think I did two. And then it yeah, was uh, just, oh, no, I'm just going to retweet like Dark Souls memes. That's going to be uh, what I do from now on. That, yeah. Yep. Two reviews is exactly what I did. I don't even think, I think I, <laughs> I think I was so embarrassed by them. I've deleted them like years ago. So 
even that, I wouldn't even know to, how to go find my old Tumblr stuff. <laughs> you have to scroll through, you know, hundreds of pages of, you know, retweets of, you know, Dark Souls memes and Simpsons and you know, all the <laughs> exactly whatever weird crap I see on there. Is that it? Is it any Twitter or uh, Twitch that you want to mention? You're good. I guess uh, Twitch. I'm not on Twitch, but I show up on. Uh, streams with like Jala from the level so sometimes so uh, Jala Chan on Twitch and YouTube I'm there sometimes okay. yeah you guys have been doing Resident Evil 6 if I remember right yeah yeah I just yeah. finished uh, just finished up Leon Helena we're in the like one chapter into the Chris and Piers scenario now nice I know uh I got the chance to meet Jala not long ago, and she is just yeah. a delightful human being. And, oh, yeah. Well, as always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer, at JG Greer on Twitter. You can find this podcast on Twitter, DGUS Podcast. If you'd like to come on to the show and share your soul story, uh, send me a DM to that Twitter account. You can also email me, DGUSPodcast at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and remember, don't give up, skeleton. Mm-hmm.